When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 205. My name's Turner Sparks. And I am Michelle Kaplan. You can find, ooh, going French today. Yes. You can find me at uh, turnersparks.com. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram. Anywhere else, Kaplan? Twitter. You can find me on Peloton if you're, if you're, you know, it's getting (laughs) cold outside. So if you're doing your Peloton bikes, you can't go to the gym. Look me up at Cap in America. You will feel better about yourselves because I have the worst scores on the entire site. So you will this show me. and this show is at uh, lostinamericapod.com. Kaplan, now we also have our Patreon page, patreon.com slash lostinamerica. You get three extra episodes of us, just you and I talking about life three times a week, three times a week, three extra episodes, $5 a month. What a gets bargain. You, gets you uh, those shows. Now, for $10 a month, Kaplan, what you get? get our new Lost in America t-shirts. We got the design in today. You know, we all know what we're talking about. We went to number one in Armenia a few weeks ago. We did. Number one comedy podcast in Armenia. Number eight overall podcast, but we're celebrating the number one. Number one looks better on a t-shirt than number eight. <laughs> yeah, no one makes number eight t-shirts. Number, no, you know. We got so. to number eight. So number one in Armenia for comedy, but we're leaving out the comedy. We just say number one in Armenia. With the, design, the, or the rough draft of the designs came in today from our friend Josh. They look awesome. It has, it's like in the background, it's the, it's the country of Armenia. And then there's oh, a yeah. lost, in, and it says number one, <laughs> yeah. number one in Armenia. And then there's a Lost in America logo on there. What do you think so far of these t-shirts? I think, I hope it, it includes the region of Artsakh in it. Because- <laughs> That's what put us there. I, I hope that's in the map. I'll have to double check it. You're uh, right. We have I, to I think they're the fantastic. Map. I cannot wait. I'm going to be, I think it's weird to wear a t-shirt of yourself normally. I think <laughs> it's shameless, but I think when it says number one in Armenia, it's a shirt I have to wear. Like it's going to be my, like a cartoon character. It's what I'm going to wear every day. I want it on my own. tombstone. Kaplan. <laughs> I'm going to be walking pancakes and yeah, on the tombstone, number one in Armenia, no matter what else you do. You can go to number one in America. It's not the same. No, number one in Armenia is what people. That's how they introduce me now when I do these outdoor comedy shows. They go, <laughs> this guy's the host of the Lost in America podcast, <laughs> which just went to number one in Armenia. And, and guess what? Uh, undefeated, it gets oohs and ahs every time. All the hipsters in McCarran Park, they're impressed by that. 
you know, Armenia. they're very impressed they're very- by that Kaplan. So for that, if you want to get that t-shirt, number one in Armenia, uh, go to patreon.com slash lost in America, patreon.com slash lost America. If you sign up for us $10 a month, you get those three extra episodes a week. Plus you get this t-shirt. We're losing money on the t-shirt, by the way, it costs more than $10 to make and we'll send it to you for $10 a month subscription. Or if you don't want the subscription, if you just want the shirt, 25 bucks, you get the shirt. Pretty good. Speaking of Patreon cap, shout out to Will pre Chuck. He signed up. He heard the news. He got a $10 a month subscription last week. So he's getting a free t-shirt all of our and to to answer a question all of our subscribers all of our current subscribers who were already given 10 15 20 they get shirts too so we're losing a bunch of money just to kick this thing off hey it's worth it the pod army the patreon army needs to be wearing these shirts and yeah if you are a podcaster or if you're a podcast listener and you just don't have five dollars a month you're a real cheapskate you can make it up to us by buying the shirt for twenty five dollars. We'll, Just we'll buy the shirt you. for twenty five yeah. bucks. We'll send it straight to you, Cap. Also, uh, we want to say this is our best month ever, October twenty twenty, best month ever for the podcast. The most amount of listeners, most amount of downloads. We want to welcome all the new people. We love you. I want to say thank you. Last night was my birthday. I went out for my birthday, and you know when I was blowing the candle, I, I was saying I was going to wish for this podcast to to blow up, but we already had it. So I, I just I instead I thanked all the listeners when I blew out the candle. That, that's good. I, you I didn't, what I did. what a, wow, what a mention! <laughs> I didn't, didn't even wish for anything. anything. I didn't ask for anything. I I asked for them all to stay safe. All of that's my all of our stay listeners stay safe. <laughs> just them. <laughs> Just the listeners, not Just other pod listeners. Not, nobody else. Oh, definitely not other pod. Nobody I'm other listening. pod listeners to, to get injured, <laughs> get sick. Last That's my other wish. And then we'll get on to this episode is that for your birthday, I said, mm. what can I do for Kaplan for his birthday? You know, gifts don't mean anything to Cap anymore. He's a big time famous a podcast host. Yeah. So he can afford the, what do you get for the man who has everything? Well, you know what you get? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I looked up the charts in stand-up comedy, the stand-up comedy charts for your birthday. We went to number five in Israel. Oh my God. Number five in Israel. New t-shirt. I'll put it. <laughs> it's better. That'll, Limited time only. That'll make my mom happy. And, he, and I wanted to say, because speaking of which, we've told our listeners in the past that you should, every time we post something on Facebook, you should say happy birthday or congrats to improve the algorithm. Yes. And when I posted something on my actual birthday, you wrote congrats. You, <laughs> I didn't write happy birthday. You, you, for, you didn't realize it was my birthday. So I, was, so I, I did call you later, though. Kaplan, yes. let's move on to today. We have the great Wary Nietzsche is back in on the pod in his own studio. I thought he was calling us from France. It turned out they went into lockdown two days ago. So he's here from Geneva. He's escaped to Geneva. He's uh, I, I, on the run. He's on the he, run. He's, in his, he's in his own bunker in Geneva. The, and there's a lot. There's territory. a lot of. There's a lot going on over there. What we're yeah. talking about today is free speech in um, in France. It's come to a head, you know, because France has been the country. I'm going to start out with what I know about yeah, this topic. You tell me. You can jump in. France has been the country of. It's the. It's the. What all democratic countries aspire to is that the laissez. It's the free speech. It's do what you want. It's hey, we won't tell you, especially religiously. We're not going to tell you how to practice your religion, but don't tell us. Yeah. Right. That's kind of the way it goes. And then there was the Charlie Hebdo thing a few years ago. Obviously not so good. And that <laughs> brought up this idea of, uh-oh, what, what, what do we do now about what is protected and what isn't protected? Um, and I can't pronounce the word. What's the word, Kaplan? The, the lacite? I, I, We're going to ask. That's maybe one of our first questions, how to pronounce the word, because I don't know it either. But, it, yeah, it means that the idea of French, like, secularism. Right? Lacite or something yeah. like that. Lacite. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. and, and, it's, and it's, it's the it's the yeah, it's the idea that France is um, 
that it's an open, free country. It's what I kind of just said. We, we won't tell you how to practice your religion. Don't tell us how to practice ours, right? And yeah. then you tell them what happened a couple of days ago. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, a couple you, weeks ago, you so. nailed it on the head. Like people, I feel like people have always looked up to France as this great liberal country. People back in the Iraq war days, they all said, oh, France is so great because they're, people have always loved France, right? And then, you, you know, you see a couple, last week, someone gets beheaded or two weeks ago. A teacher gets beheaded. Now, I, I should preface this because I've, I've thought about beheading a few teachers in my day. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm a parent. I can understand it. But he got beheaded because he um, was te- showed the uh, cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. From so, a Charlie Hebdo magazine, right? Right, exactly. He was teaching a class on free expression. And, and so then, he said, in our country, it's, our country's so great, I can show you this, this uh, Muhammad uh, uh, cartoon and nothing will happen to me. Yeah. Well, 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 two a little days bit, later. I guess it's irony, right? I don't know. But, um, and then, yeah, and then there was, we know there was some protests. Uh, we don't know exactly what happened because we don't get, we talk, this is what this podcast is for. We don't Wait, know. Cap, well, then let me jump in if you don't know, because no. I'll say real quick. What happened is, because uh, I want to catch everyone up to yeah. speed so we can set the oh, table. Not- what happened was this guy uh, got beheaded. A few days later, someone else, a, a few other people got killed and beheaded. And the government put in a crackdown, which we need to find out what that means, because they put That's in a crackdown on Muslim activity in France, Radical which, sparked, Islam. which sparked world protests. Right. Yeah, The whole world is protesting France, the whole Muslim world, I should say. They so stopped now, protesting America. They're, they're, they're protesting France. Or they're protesting France products. That's what we understand it. And- so, Weary, we're bringing you in now. Now, uh, welcome to the show. Hi, what's an introduction? (laughs) You are. I also want to introduce you. You're a fantastic comedian. I met you. A recurring guest. He's been on our show. He's been on before. I met you in New York City when you were out here doing comedy for a while. Um, You tour around the world. You're touring Europe when you're allowed to, when there's no lockdown going on. And yeah. uh, I want everyone to check you out at WaryNichen.com, N-I-C-H-E-N-W-A-R-Y-N-I-C-H-E-N.com. You have videos, videos up there. Some are free. Some people can contribute money and uh, pay, for, pay to see you do your stand-up comedy. Um, welcome to the show. What did we get right in that brief history of France? <laughs> so first of all, the word you were uh, looking for is laïcité. 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 I'm writing it down. Laïcité. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, uh, this is what happened. I mean, it's, um, it's, 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 uh, everyone is, uh, shocked to be honest in France to see what happened to, to the teacher. And also obviously like, um, uh, the whole country was, uh, shocked after Charlie Hebdo. Um, and, um, I don't know what happened recently. Uh, there was another guy who tried to go to their, um, um, uh, like, uh, where they used to, uh, do the 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 print the 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 magazine the magazine sorry uh and uh obviously they moved since uh what happened and uh, he tried to uh, i mean go inside and we don't know what happened and then he ended up uh, stabbing uh, i mean two people that were just in front of the building smoking cigarettes uh thinking that they would be part of the team and uh, which they were not obviously and uh, and I think also this is what uh, uh, made the, the the teacher talk about the, the uh, drawings, uh, saying that this is freedom of speech, uh, which means uh, people can be offended. Uh, but uh, France um, has this idea of like uh, even if you don't uh, 
uh, I mean, if, even if you think that this is offensive, you should have the right to, uh, I mean, uh, talk about any subject you want. And then there was something very strange that happened uh, around this um, incident where, uh, like, there was a parent that uh, heard about this and he went to the school to complain. And then, um, and then he made a video about the teacher giving up his name and, like, address. And this is what uh, lead, I mean, this is what they're trying to investigate to see if this was, uh, I mean, the connection uh, or this is what uh, made this guy uh, go and wait for him uh, outside and then, you know, uh, kill him. So th it's, it's just, um, and as we're trying to process this, which is like huge and something else happened uh, in Nice where a guy went to the church and also uh, killed three people. And um, and I think there are two two things, and uh, there is I mean this is what's happening in France, and the 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 boycotting of French product is I think something um, else where it started also with the the uh, Turkish president talking to Macron and asking like his uh, uh, people to boycott French uh, products, and then like the Middle East also started to do this. So it's just a big mess, and honestly, it's it's not easy to understand what's going on. Um, and now, I mean, uh, there is this fear also in 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 France because uh, uh, as a Muslim in France, you you feel that you're trapped between two uh, entities. You have extremists in one hand that try to for. I don't know why, like trying to protect uh, the religion as if they were in charge of protecting the religion. And on the other hand, you have uh, also some politicians or sometimes media people that also use uh, Islam as, um, uh, I mean, talking about Islam all, 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 all the day, you know, all day long, um, because it, it's, it's a kind of a buzz, you know, so it's, it's interesting for their audiences. And, and you just get trapped between these two, uh, you know, um, extremism, to be honest. So, um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. So this is yes, this is kind of the, the situation now, but um, I, I think it's it's just um, I mean, no one just uh, sat down and said, look, let's let's try to process what's happening. Let's try to understand what's going on and try what could be the best solution. It's just you know, uh, you know. Uh, situation after like crazy stuff after crazy uh, like even politicians started to say crazy things you know like uh, making uh, mixing everything you know like ah oh, if you are a muslim you have to uh, i don't know uh, uh, not do this not do that otherwise it could be associated to extremism uh, wow. so it's there is a big misunderstanding of what is religion what is uh, freedom what is um, yeah, laicite, like what exactly it means and how to how to draw the line between what is allowed, what is not allowed, what is freedom, what is, uh, uh, you know, uh, getting into other space. Um, well, what so does that's that's um, brings up a good question, because we I'm sure we did a terrible job explaining it. What is laicite? It, did we explain it correctly or what does it mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically it. this this idea of um, so I. What, what the first thing of um, laicity is like it's freedom of uh, of religion or not religion, and it's kind of separation between the state and the you know the church, 
which means like the state is not is not Christian or Jewish or Muslim or anything like that. And what it says really is like that the 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 government or the 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 state is not able to recognize what is uh, religious. Like uh, if you are a priest wearing a priest robe, for example, and you go to um, I don't know administration, technically they're not officially able to tell that this is a religious uh, robe. This is what it means, like laicity. Like we're not able to. Uh, to recognize what is religion from what is not religion. Um, but it's, it's somehow turned into, we want you to dress in a way where we can't tell if you are Jewish, if you are Muslim, or if ah. you are uh, uh, Christian, which is a different thing, you know? Yeah. Which is what they banned the hijab in some experience. Yeah, it's like, for example, you can't wear hijab in uh, school. Okay, you can't wear kippah in school because if right. you do this, it's it's kind of you're showing your uh, religion, and now you're not part of the uh, republic. I mean, uh, like you're not respecting the republic as a uh, you know like so because you are clearly saying I am part of this community, and I am kind of showing off that I am Muslim or I am uh, Jewish. Yeah, what I- does an Orthodox Jewish person to, to for what do they do in in Paris? If they can't wear a, a, a kippa a yarmulke in school, I mean, in 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 uh, like in schools or in, uh, in like what 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 is considered as public uh, place, you know, oh, like yeah. if you work in administration, you can't wear your kippa, mm. for example. If you wow. if you are uh, 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 like a governor or if you are like a, you know a deputy or you can't wear something that people would recognize as this is part of this community. Right? I see. Yeah. So you're saying that's kind of a new interpretation, though. That wasn't always yeah. considered the, the law as far as. So when, when you see the law and the law was very clear, like at the time when it was uh, written, it was very and it gave this example of like the priest that I gave, like the law yeah. says, for example, if a priest has a priest robe as a, uh, an agent of the government, I'm not officially able to say that this. I, 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 it's like I'm blind. I can't. I can't I see, see it. For me, it's yeah. Just and now way. they want you to help that person out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but the thing is, like, this is why I say it's difficult to draw the line because you can say, okay, I don't want to see any, you know, any hijab keeper or cross. Uh, so, okay, you say, okay, I would do this. But then, um, y- y- when you are wearing, uh, when if you have a beard, for example. You have to say, ah, oh, this is not a religious beard. It's just a hipster uh, beard. <laughs> you know? So it becomes very difficult to define. Right. So what is your... Right, those pay us for the Jews. It's, no, no, that's a hipster look now. It's cool. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> hipster curls. Say, oh, this is just my <laughs> hairstyle. I want to do... It's, it's so difficult. This is, and this is why the law was made, by the way, because it was so difficult to, to, to distinguish what would be a religious, uh, you know, like a scarf that you're wearing on your head or it's just a, what you know, about, a do-rag or, or whatever, you know? What about like rappers who wear cro- like exactly. Jesus crosses? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What do they do? This, is, this is the thing. It's like, how can you define that this is just a look or I want to be like a 50 cent or something or it is, if it's religious? So that's why it's, it's difficult. And then it became even more complex because they said, okay, in schools, hijab, hippah, and cross is banned. Okay, banned. So you banned, can't yeah. go to. So you you can, basically yeah. don't go to a public school if you're a religious person. Then yes, you can't go. You can't yeah. go to. Yeah. So 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 they said okay. 
but then it started to to get you know uh, even further because they said oh we have a problem because some mothers that wear hijab are coming to the school to pick up their kids oh boy and like the you know when you are near the school we don't want to see this also so it's it's also let's make a law to ban hijab from you know or or religious uh, signs near the school because it's a public institution and if we see them it means that they're you know they're clearly you know showing that they are part of this religion uh, so this uh, so this so they start to talk about this new we have to extend the law to include also not only the school itself but you know it's this you know what's surrounding the school like a dress code for the people picking like a kids if they have a uniform in the school the parents don't have the same uniform in America when we pick these kids up yeah. that's that's seems this like how, it's, yeah it's always tricky because it's never it never it will never end because then it'll it never will end be, yeah. And then it I mean, would be all oh, before. But why can't to- it just go back to um, this idea that the state is blind to it? Like if you're in line, this happens a lot at uh, like airports in the United States. I know that's not, I don't know if airports might be controlled by the state, but the airlines are not, but like a priest will be in line and they'll go, Oh father, go ahead. You go ahead. You know? So that's, that's a simple example of like, well, the, if it's a state activity, they don't recognize, they don't let him skip the line because of who he is. I'm not saying that happens all the time, but I've seen it happen is what I'm saying. Yeah. But um, when did that transformation take place? It's, 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 um, Real, cause most, I know the laws most of the are, time, most laws of the a couple time. hundred years old, right? The laws yeah, it's been like founding uh, the Republic, 1905 right? or 1901. Never. I don't oh, know. 19. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> well, I think 1905. Um, uh the the thing is it it's always it it was clear until some politicians started to use this uh law as a mean to just uh, say that we don't want this type of people in this type of institution or the thing is it's always they would always take something that is extreme like yes. a woman wearing a burqa you know and they would take this case and then they go, see, then we have a problem. Uh, and we have this case. It's very difficult to handle. So let's make a new law because it's, it's clearly difficult to. Uh, be, but, but if you think about it, like how many people that they have burqa in, like, in France? Like, is it like that? You can just handle this problem. And the law is clear. So you're not allowed to cover your face in public places. You're not, you, you need to be um, identified and people can identify you is that the reason why not to go too far down this rabbit hole of the burqa but is that the reason why because they want to identify or is it because what is the reason why they wanted to initially go so many things it's so many things it's so many layers it's so many so one of them is i think i think what happens is if you the, the difference between france and like the united states or like england is like in the uk or in the us uh it's not uh, it's okay to have communities different. It's okay to have like Chinatown. It's okay to have, yes. uh, it's, it's not something seen as like, even in Chinatown, I remember you can see Chase bank written in Chinese and it's, it's, it's like normal. It's okay. Because yeah, it's almost cool. Keep, it's like, Oh look, I'm in Chinatown. Yeah. But yeah. And <laughs> also it's because business oriented. You say we have a lot of people that speak Chinese. We want to talk yes. to them. So it's better to, it's just efficient, you know? Yeah. But in France, this thing is kind of uh, their fear. We don't want to have communities in, in, in the country. You have to be uh, French. What is, you have to be French. What is the current 
Muslim community, how long has the Muslim community been around in, in France and in, in the level it's at now? And what does it look like in terms of like kind of what you're talking about, actual daily life? Is it certain neighborhoods or is it integrated? Or how does the, it work? The, the majority of the of Muslims in France, uh, I mean, the, the Muslim immigration is uh, one of the latest one. Like it mm-hmm. started, I guess, around 60s, 50s, 60s. Like after you know uh, the movement of decolonization, and so there was a need of uh, um, building the country, France. So they needed people to work and to make the you know uh, working in like building the routes, you know, in buildings. Yes. So they asked a lot of uh, North African uh, to 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 come to France and work in France, but their idea was that they would work and then go back to Africa. So that's why when you see if you if you if you if you if you go back and and watch the videos back in uh, in those days you would see they they made kind of um, temporary uh, housing in, in in like the suburb where it's for the workers they will work and then once it's done they will go back to their country. Okay. What happened is like once you leave the country for 10 15 years, you have kids. I mean, you, it's not easy to go back. So you just, you are part of the, our, your new country. So yes. people stayed and they were not like um, integrated since the beginning of the process. It was just, oh, so now you're here. So now we try to, you know, integrate this new community that uh, joined us. Uh, and because it's different, because they're not Christian, it's Muslim. So there are differences. So there are things that, you didn't know about like the Muslim community. Oh, they, I don't, know, I don't know, they, I don't know, they pray differently. They eat differently. They, so, so you have people that, that are completely fine with this and they see it as, you know, this is another immigration and this is how the country was uh, made, France, like uh, different uh, waves of uh, immigration. And, and others, obviously, they would say, oh, no, this is not, uh, uh, you know, uh, there is no, connection between uh, the Muslim community and friends. They need to change. They need to, I mean, kind of, you need to become French. And when you say, what is your definition of French then? So what is it? Yeah. And it it goes back to being white, uh, you know, being, you know, um, maybe Christian or not religious, but, you know, you can celebrate, you know, uh, the religious uh, holidays, but just in Christmas, you know, style. Or yeah. if, if, if it gets too different or if it gets, if I don't understand it, it's just you're not trying to be French. You're trying okay. to stay with your community. So this is why you have, I don't, I'm, I'm um, trying to give you the, 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 the extreme picture so that just you understand. It's not, obviously not everyone is like this. But this is what is creating this tension. Like you have those okay. who want, you know, uh, to point out Muslims as they are not integrated to the community and the others who, you know. And to your point, I mean, we were reading stats just before we went on the air that said 70, uh, 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 after a survey they did last year in France, 70% of um, Muslims in France are in favor of laïcité. Yeah. If I pronounce that correctly. So. Laïcité. What you say, so it, it goes to what you're saying is that these are extreme. This idea that um, we don't like it, so now we need to go around and take Muslim extremist views is that's pretty small. And then 
is the other side small as well? The right wing um, that, well, well, well I guess what I, we should, the first question should be, sorry, is uh, now they're doing crackdown measures, right? Um, against Muslim groups within France, uh, maybe NGOs, but that's kind of all we're getting is the headlines out here. That, that, that right. That what is the crack, What is the crackdown meaning? Basically, is what exactly. Yeah. What is the crackdown? Mean? I think. I think what happens is because the people were in shock. So this is what happens when 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 you are like I think when you are uh, in charge. So you want to show your uh, people that uh, and, and and your uh, uh, country that you are doing something. Mm -hmm. So what they're trying to do is, uh, look, we are trying to do something. And so we would do this, 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 this. So we will ban this, this, this. And for me, honestly, if this um, groups or uh, association or uh, NGOs uh, needed to be banned, why do you, would you wait until now to do it? Like, why would, like if you had information and it needed to be banned, you should have done it before. Maybe it's politically advantageous. Now it's easier politically to it's, do. It's, 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 it's just this thing that, oh, look, this is, what we are, this is what we are doing. So we are taking actions. Because what happened is like the last few years, every time something terrible happened, they, they, they would come on TV and say, we would be tough. We would do this. We would do that. But nothing was done. But this time okay. it was a huge shock. So they said, you know what, we will actually do things and we will show you that we are doing things. And this is why also they're trying to, um, um, because they said we have a number of people that are uh, uh, extremists, mm -hmm. according to uh, like uh, our, um, how do you call uh, all senior intelligence. intelligence, intelligence, yeah, our intelligence, yeah. they're yeah. extremists, but they are in, uh, and, and they are, uh, and they don't have papers, like they don't have uh, like they don't have uh, any like they're not legal citizens. They don't have documentation. Because, yeah. So technically they should be, uh, you know, taken back to their countries, but it's so complex to do this, you know, because uh, you have to go through a judge and blah, blah, blah. So now they're trying also to uh, make it faster. So that's why they're going okay. to, they went to Tunisia, they went to Morocco, Algeria next, I think next week. And they try to, you know, just those who are under the radar, they would just try to send them back there. And here again, also, it's the question is, why would you not do it before? It's, it's just right. Like after just, Charlie Hebdo, did anything happen? Or like we after, uh, do they, you're saying they just didn't really do anything about it. These issues are. No, I mean, what, what they would do is like they would, uh, they increased the, they increased surveillance. They, they increased, uh, they, they would protect, uh, uh, you know, uh, like schools or, you know, uh, synagogues, uh, uh, even mosques, because you, you have also the other, like every uh, religious uh, uh, place would, would be a target, you know, either by uh, supremacist, white supremacist or by uh, religious extremists. Uh, like it's, it's always, it's so, so they, they started to put people like, uh, from police and the military to, you know, just protect those areas. Uh, so they did something, but obviously it was not enough. And, and, and this time the events that happened last week and like two weeks ago was so shocking that this is why they're trying to just show people that we are doing stuff. Doing and just something. to clarify yeah. one thing, because I think I said it incorrectly in the intro, but the parent, it wasn't a parent who actually did the beheading, right? It was, no, 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 no. It was, it was no. like somebody organized, 
It was a foreign, no. someone came in from a foreign country, right? It yeah, was, yeah. It, it was, but it was like it an was organized thing. It was a young guy coming yeah. from a, a foreign country. Uh, but what they're trying to see is, uh, was he influenced by the video made by the guy? Right, right. The and dad because made the guy a... gave, gave the name of the teacher, because otherwise mm-hmm. he, he couldn't have the name, of, because there is no link apparently between this uh, young man and the teacher. So they are trying to understand how did he get his name? How did he get the address of the school? Yeah. And also this is another element that also is trying, is under um, uh, like a huge discussion now. It's like the uh, role of uh, social media, like uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and, and this, uh, the fact that they don't, uh, there is no um, surveillance of what's said, what is uh, uh, yes. done you know so what um well i guess here's a question what has i have a lot of questions so i'm trying to figure out which one's best to go with but um has this i guess from the if the taking the side of the muslim extremists their goal is to stop people from drawing this image is that correct the image of muhammad i, I think first of all first of all so so just to understand i mean uh, what is it about this drawing? Like, why is it so uh, complex to understand? Uh, in Islam, it's it's um, it's forbidden to um, uh, like draw or um, represent uh, the Prophet. Sure, it, it's it's something. It's uh, like blasphemy, so you, you can't do it. But this is if you are part of the the religion. Like this is if you believe in, in, in religion, sure. if you're not, I mean, it's, it's, you, you, if you want to do it, you, you go ahead and do it. And what is even more interesting to, to, um, to say about this is like those who, who are saying, Oh, we are trying to protect the prophet by doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want uh, people to attack the prophet or insult him. Um, in the, in the, like when you learn religion in, in the time of prophet, he was insulted, like at his time, like he was insulted by other people. He had to leave his, uh, the city of Mecca and move to another city because people were mean to him. And like, he was uh, not, not just drawings. We're talking like a uh, physical attempt and, and like, and he never, never uh, took revenge. And he could have done this because uh, at some point he was uh, powerful enough to like, just, kill anybody, anybody he wanted to, to like, if he yeah. wanted to take revenge. So it, it shows that there is no religious, uh, like connection, connection to, uh, I mean, and, and plus who are you to protect the prophet? I mean, like, yeah. why, like, why would yeah. he wait for you? Like 20 years old guy. And most of them, they have the same profile. They are young. They have criminal records, or they, or, or they were. They don't I mean, have a girlfriend. Uh, psychological problems. Yeah. It's always the same type of profile yeah. when you when you look at it. So there is this thing. So even if you are offended, and you you can say, "Oh, I'm offended to see," because the, some drawings are also racist. You, yeah, because the, there is one of the drawings where they, they, you can see like the prophet and having a bomb, and and it's it's very disrespectful, and, and it could be. Like and you can do you can go to the court you can like complain you can try to find legal ways to say I don't like it or but you can never go uh, and be aggressive and like kill some it's it's crazy 
Yeah, it's crazy. These are it's it, it's it's insane. Um, as a comedian, do you? <clears throat> I don't know. I would assume you probably maybe don't talk. I don't know if you talk about religion in your act at all, but do you worry at all traveling around talking about this stuff? I mean, I, 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 I talk about religion. I obviously, um, I, I, I don't like, uh, I'm not, I'm not, a. you know, you have this type of comedian that, that like shocking the audience. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not this type. I understand this. I, I can, I, sometimes I enjoy People like uh, that have acts that are shocking and provocative. Like uh, it's not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no, it's. it's I, I'm. I, I'm. It's not my style. Like I. I you have to be very. It, it should. It should be your persona Natural. on stage. Yeah. You know. You can't it, just start it doing sh- it. Should be genuine too. Yeah. Also, and you have also for me, you have to know what you're talking about. You can't just be shocking just to be shocking. Oh, in America, you don't have to know what you're talking about. I don't think. And this, I is, think- this is for me very <laughs> tricky because if you start, you know, uh, saying things. I agree I, with you, by the way. It's, it's and I see, not, not even in religion. Like I see it sometimes. You remember, you know, I think, you know, being racist on stage used to be because you were trying to make uh, an exaggeration of what a racist would say. Yes. You'd go, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And this, he said, like, like you are trying to exaggerate something. But I feel like now people are just saying these things and, and thinking, oh, I'm, you know, I'm edgy. No, man, it's, it's not your edgy. It's just we call racist. it the Louis C.K. shift. <laughs> <laughs> he's now he's now like a champion of the of the right wing comedy world. Uh, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, or you can say that he didn't change at all and society changes around him, whatever way you want to say it. I don't know. Um, so what are the, do you know what the exact, this seems tough. Cause as you're saying, uh, Muslims would not want to draw, like you, you can't draw it's blasphemy to draw an image of the prophet, but in French law, blasphemy is protected. Yeah, exactly. So it's There's a, a conundrum. So yeah, so There's what's no the blessing. solution? Do you know what the, what for, for me for me if if you want to draw you you go ahead and do it. There is yeah. no I mean there is it's it's not I mean you, if you start if you are, if you start applying a law that is um uh, uh, connected to one community to the whole country it becomes very difficult because mm-hmm. then how, how what's the limit? You know, you can say oh for me it's blasphemy to do this and that. So you go ah oh, I mean it's, it's it's complicated. So for me the law is just is it is it uh, legal to do it in front? Yes, it's legal. You can if you want to draw anyone you want. I mean, they draw God. I mean, it's even it's crazy. Yeah. Like they they do. I saw Charlie Hebdo to be, just to talk about this. I saw uh, drawings of Jesus that I was shocked because um, for us also he's a he's a prophet. Yeah. So I saw things that are very shocking. Did he have, uh, not have a six pack in the drawing? Because it was it was something very very, I mean I don't know disrespectful like yeah. there was like a penis in his head and some, oh, it's something Jesus. just Jim. yeah so like why would you do something like that but then again this is your right you want to do it just go ahead and do it for me we just uh, my reaction is I I would not buy your magazine this is this is this is the thing vote you know? with your wallet. So well, it's weird that blasphemy. Sorry, it's weird that blasphemy. You can have blasphemy being protected, but you don't actually protect the religion, like the religious ability to, to have like wear. Like there should be some sort of if you can wear a kippah or a hijab. I I feel like there should be some movement toward like. Is there not an argument that we should be allowed to do this if you're allowed to make fun of our religion? 
Is that sort of? The... I mean, te- technically, you are. Um, I think for me, it's, it's it's also a misunderstanding of what is religion, because if you are not religious, and um, and you you could say, for example, oh, like this is another rule that uh, this is another argument that you hear a lot in France. They would say, uh, so if you have a kippah or if you have a hijab, why don't you just do it in the private, uh, uh, like if you are when you are home, you know? So, and once you go outside in public space, you have to just uh, take off this and like be like neutral. But this is a misunderstanding of the religion because if you are religious, you are religious all the time. If, if you have to wear a kippah, you can't just decide, oh, I will wear it just when I'm at home. Oh, and this yeah, is, yeah, this is where there is the misunderstanding. They would go, oh, because for me, you know, when I play jazz, I just play jazz at home. So it's personal. So the religion should be like this. So it's, yeah. it's personal. And this is why also it's complex to say, oh, no, but these guys are not trying to impose anything to, you know, the other people. They're just doing their thing. So what is the, because um, all the headlines we're getting is that people are protesting this worldwide, what Macron's doing with the, with the crackdowns, which I'm still not 100% sure what the crackdowns are. The, in, in reality, what he's done, he's done a couple things we've read, but, um, but, the, but the, the protests a lot of times that we're reading about are happening in Bangladesh and other places around the world. Are, are people protesting in, are French Muslims protesting in France as they are in other countries? No, no, because I think what what happened. Uh, I haven't seen his um, his speech. I think he talked uh, at some point, and he said that uh, yeah, we defend the right uh, you know, to to blasphemy and like to you can say whatever you want and blah blah, blah and we will keep like uh, showing the drawings uh, if needed. And the, I think this is what triggered the the reaction of uh, the other countries where they said, uh, why would you insist yes. on uh, doing this? You know, why would you? And, and they, and the, as a reaction, they said, so if you are going to do this, if you are kind of inviting like people to go and, and show the drawings and like be, you know, uh, what he would call free to, you know, talk about any subject. So then we would decide to boycott your product. Which is, I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. This is this is why I said, I mean, it's for me. It, it like uh, I, I I haven't seen I haven't seen everything to understand like fully what what's going on. But this is yeah. my impression of the the things. Um, but again, for me, it's it's if you are religious, I mean, I I, I kind of have two messages. Like, leave the religious alone. And leave the non-religious alone. Just everyone. That seems like the French. That's yeah. like the French French ethos, right? Which I think is great, by the way. Yeah. Everyone just do your everyone own thing. Do your thing. Just uh, yeah. Why but would you try to make others not do what you want? Or it's just so weird to impose yeah, and, things. And that is an important point because what the headlines are that Muslim people are protesting Macron's ruling uh, in favor, his in favor of free speech, that ruling Muslim people are protesting it. But you're saying the nuanced opinion. They're not saying that Muslim people in France. Yeah, that's a good they're point. just saying Muslim people, meaning like around the world, but the Muslim people in French might have, as you do, a more new, uh, uh, almost a blended opinion. It's yeah. It's, in France, it's way way different because first for, first you have 
you have, uh, I mean, people are still shocked about what happened. So sure. it's not the time to, you know, try to know, make things worse and try to protest or do anything like that. It's more of, a, okay, look, we are also shocked um, and, and we're not part of this. We, we condemn what's happening. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, uh, we condemn also those who are mixing everything and asking. Like sometimes they would ask Muslims to condemn things as if uh, like uh, it was not the case. Like, oh, what do you think about what happened? Uh, like what did Al-Qaeda, like are you against it? Of course. I mean, what do you think? You think <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's so crazy sometimes this, like, oh, I've never heard the... Uh, uh, like the Muslims talking about this or that as if like there was a, you know, uh, a conference and like uh, you were invited and then you, you had to do like, you all have meetings to decide. Yeah. It's something that they never ask white people to do. Yeah. After um, shooting, like you never say, oh, why, never ask, why? let's say a majority, whatever country might be the yeah. majority, whatever culture might be the majority in a country. You never ask the majority. Like, what do you think about this? It's if it happened in a minority group, then you ask anyone from the group represents the whole group. I mean, which is, I, I don't know why that is, but it, it, it seems to be the case uh, that people have decided. What about online? Um, so the, I don't know if we, hundred. I do think we need it, although it's gruesome, we need to explain exactly what we're talking about in all this, that the killer uh, beheaded the teacher and then took a picture of it and put it on Twitter, Yeah. yeah. right? And um, that also, and then in the second killing, someone was all, one of the three people was also beheaded. And you touched on this earlier, the social media aspect. I'm really curious, this la, laicite uh, law and also the free, the, what lengths France goes to protect, to protect free speech fascinates me because in America recently, they just, all the social media companies have decided to start um, ban, not banning, but censoring conspiracy political theories, things QAnon, yeah. on political conspiracy theories from social media. So people don't read it right before the election and then find out something, learn something that isn't actually true. Are they doing the same things in France? But this is what tr they're trying to do. So they have a platform uh, in France that is um, uh, uh, normally here to uh, do some kind of censorship of like uh, things that are forbidden, for example, like images like this one, this should be, uh, you know, not, it should, it it should, should be, not be online. Yeah, it should not be online. So because the thing also is, um, after these images, uh, uh, like the image was posted, there was people that were um, uh, uh, sending alerts that this, this image should not be online. And it took so long before they took it uh, out of uh, Twitter. So yeah. this is also what was discussed because how, how come it takes that long to, you know, uh, stop something like this? Why sometimes when you see a naked woman, it takes like two seconds and then bam, it's, it's not there. Mm. So it's, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's a great sometimes they have this uh, French response. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we see our naked women? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reaction was not, and they have this platform, uh, and I think they have, uh, I don't know how many people work there, but they are supposed to uh, follow up with the alerts and then like, uh, you know, uh, take off and uh, stop images, like shocking yeah. images. So, and also now they're trying to make the social media companies responsible of what they are uh, doing because 
those companies, they also use this uh, card of, oh, but uh, we can't do moderate and we can't censorship uh, uh, the freedom of speech. So anyone can do whatever he wants and blah, blah, blah. So it's not our responsibility. Uh, so now they're tr trying to change the law in a way where it is your responsibility what's happening on your platform. So you can't just say, okay. oh, we can't, we can just make everything online and then... Uh, well, so the argument in America and, uh, is um, that they're censoring. Once you let the social media companies do the censoring, then all of a sudden the social media company gets to censor what they want to, but not what they don't, what they, what they don't like, but not what they do like. Yeah, right? yeah. So is that the same issue as France? It, yeah. Concerned it, about that? It's, it's the same issue because it's, it's, it's tough to... But the thing is, for me, it's, it's more of um, if you... Because I think what, what happened with the social media companies is they had only the advantages of uh, freedom of speech, which means uh, we can make money uh, collecting data, uh, uh, putting online whatever we want, but then we would not spend any of this money to moderate uh, or to uh, try to see how we can improve our algorithms. And so this is the thing, it's like you're not spending the money to make your platform um, uh, like a safe place for everybody. So if someone is shooting or if someone is doing terrible things, you should have a system in place that at least tries to stop this as soon as possible and not just play this oh we, we're not here to censor you know um, yeah people you see what i mean it's, it's just saying because you're making so much profit from it you should invest in in something at least and try to prove that it's not biased and the idea is not to make you uh decide of what should be online or not but at least there are things that we all agree on like you know saying this picture yes. i mean we start like this we start with this like the the most clear stuff and then we would see it's just i mean i think i don't know if you followed the zuckerberg when he went to the senate and he was like trying to explain yeah he said it was a town square he said it's, facebook is a town square you is. can't limit what people Most say in a town, town square, square. <laughs> this is crazy they should they should you know that the they they, they don't even pay taxes in europe it's crazy like well Google, they're based out of california right it's, it's so it's universal. Everyone hates what, Facebook. It's what's crazy for America. France, though, or really, which I never even thought about this, but literally any other country that's not the U.S., not only are they deciding free, it's foreign people deciding what's allowed to be. It's from a, someone from another country deciding what's allowed to be online in your country. Well, they could get right? their own Facebook then. You know, we no, they have, <laughs> invent the French book. I mean, come on. You know French what? This is, this is what I, I, it might be surprising, but I changed my mind about China. You know, yeah. the fact that they, they're stopping like Google and Facebook. I was like, oh, it's it, how I know now it sounds kind of smart, right? And yeah. so I was like, yeah, it's like, they, <laughs> they are right. I mean, oh, I'm not saying that they, what they're doing is okay, but the idea of, of saying we should have our own Facebook, our own Google and our own, it's, I think it's also interesting. It is. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's in the name of. I don't know. I don't think I'm allowed to get into it. Um, speaking, of, speaking of government, um, I need to go back to China at some point. So yeah, exactly. Uh, is um, is Macron how how popular is he still in France? Is he because he seems to us like someone who's uh, I don't know. With the we talk about like Justin Trudeau in Canada and the woman in New Zealand and yeah, he's yeah. like one of those popular younger. Uh, he sleep. He has an older wife, but he seems like a popular leader, especially like young people. But is this turning off? 
Like are people? I think yeah. I think it's changing. He was very yeah. He was in the same this uh, vibe of uh, Trudeau and uh, yeah, cool guy. Yeah, cool guy with the older broad. Like the Obama, (laughs) the new Obama. The new Obama, yeah. And people. But uh, it started to be like this. The because when he came, he he made something. I mean, that was uh, new in France. Because you used to be like in in the U.S. like Democrat or Republican, so like right or left, and he tried he like took uh, people from uh, like everywhere, and then Old he middle. just made this new oh, I like party. It. It's like uh, en marche. He called en marche, uh, which was It's new. It's like like it never existed before. It's like creating a new party and winning the election. It was like something. Uh, never seen before yeah so and then we started to see that he he is just uh like a uh, guy here to just, help like rich people uh, capitalists like and and now they're starting to oh, okay we see we, we see the Bec- picture because you have the situation where you're also in france you have uh le pen is the party what's the name yeah. of the actual party the le is it uh, called? Le Pen or? Rassemblement National. Yeah, it's like the very right wing. <laughs> that that sounds like yeah. Kevin goes, very, yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't know what a name is. So, I'm, uh, so it's the right wing party, but I guess the difference is in America, right wing parties are very religious normally. And a lot of but I guess in your country, would it not be because they're very French nationalists and this French you're t- is do they support the Le Cite, whatever, and they obviously are not pro-Muslim. I'm this is so. yeah, this is a very good question because it's it it used to be yeah religious like uh, Christian religious, but it's it's I think France is also trying it's not trying it's it's shifting and it's becoming more of laic in a way that religion is not part of the the government. You know? It's not part of it at all, one way or yeah. the other. Yeah. yeah. So so if even if the, the core base is still like Christian or like like very not very religious as in the u.s it's just uh, they have this tradition like they would say uh if you are in france you should be celebrating christmas even if even if you're not religious this is the thing like you have, should be oh. more christmas. on christmas no more <laughs> yeah it's like uh doing you know la toussaint like what happened yesterday november 1st uh which you call halloween <laughs> October thirty first. October thirty first yeah. for us is Halloween, <laughs> but maybe you do it October November first. Yeah, crazy. it's thirty first. Crazy November first. It's like La Toussaint. Ah, oh, La Toussaint. what's what's the before Halloween? It was because it was a Christian uh, holiday. I no? think it was pagan. a pagan holiday. The, the pagans, yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe they got their they got their own holidays. They have so many holidays in France in Europe. Because I'm not exactly. Like, sure. This is why it's like the you know scary and like it's the dead and blah blah blah. Day of the dead. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Do, no. Uh, Day of the Dead is a Mexican holiday, which oh, I no. don't think. This is me blowharding here. Yeah, blow hard I, on it. I don't it, think it actually relates to. to I think we just decided it did 20 years ago, but actually they looked into it. It has no real, no real relation to uh, Halloween. But, but yeah. um, so, but I, mean, is, it, I was going to say, is there, are, there, are they going to get more popular as a result? Is that the fear too that the this national? I think. I think. Yeah. Which I mean. Um, Trump um, made them all believe that it could happen. So right. yeah, yeah. So and, everyone yeah. is now, you know, trying cre- to reproduce that. Yeah. See what that- about? So I mean, basically, I'm just looking through some stuff here, some French law stuff. It says yeah. this you is so French interesting. Law books. That's what I do on a daily basis. I just yeah. like, I got nothing to do. I look through French law. <laughs> it says it's legal to denigrate a religion 
It's legal to denigrate a religion, but not to insult or incite hatred mm, of any individual of any individual based on that religion. So I guess you I mean, can say whatever you want. Yeah. Well, so how does that square? How does that, how do those that go together? Like technically, if you're not religious, uh, like if you're not religious, if you not believe in religion, you can make fun or you can, yeah, this is, I think what it be mean by the, yeah. you can, you can make fun of uh, like the religious people. Um, but you cannot, um, like uh make uh, inside hatred well inside you hatred yeah behead someone yeah beheading or, is against the law yeah but, but <laughs> that's what's how i funny, read that yeah. what's interesting is 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 this is the law okay but in in uh in real like what what happens on the media if you go if you turn on if you go like the fox news or the cnn french cnn mm. you would see all day long debates about muslims like and this is not just now it was like maybe the last five even seven or ten years all day long question about like uh, uh why is it like this uh do they do we need them here do they are are they doing this are they doing that why do they eat like this why uh how can we separate uh uh always question and always crazy question like uh and they take examples sometimes they find people i don't know how and they go, oh, so now you are representing all Muslims in France now, you. So what do you think about? And they go, oh, see, Muslims think like this. It's like, yeah. It's so crazy. So and one I heard one time there was this on the media. He said, uh, we have the right to be Islamophobic. Yeah. I mean, and whoa. It's, <laughs> if you have the, well, you have the right to be racist, I guess. Yes, as a yeah. free but speech. But it's, yeah. it's not it's not you, you can't. I mean, this is where. At some point, they just when it gets uh, like to the racism or like uh, hatred, they go behind. Oh no, no, it's freedom of speech. I can denigrate uh, religion. I can yeah. uh, say whatever I want. It's just, uh, and this is why it's not. It's like people from both sides trying to just make things worse. Like uh, and and not talking to each other and not and not trying to say, oh look, what's what 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 what's the best way to handle this situation? Right. In a respectful way. Not- well, they yeah, say, and, and, America, yeah. well, I, I don't agree with your opinion, but I'll defend it. I'll defend to, you to, to the to death, the right. Yeah. to the right to what say the, it. Uh, so it's always the, free speech is always easy when you agree with the person. Of course. Right. Free speech is only really tested when you absolutely don't agree with them. Yeah. But they're yeah, still yeah. allowed to say it. What, what's the French Fox news? I didn't know you guys did that. Even. It's, it's not, it's not, it's, 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 it's really going to Fox news. Like if, oh. because Fox news, they are clear. They would go, we are for Trump, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In France, it was not allowed. Like you, as a journalist, you were not allowed to give your opinion. As no, a, you didn't journalist. used to be here either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. I'm just wondering what there's. I'm picturing some real babes on the French Fox News. That's what I was going to get. <laughs> I want to check it out. <laughs> but I think what happens is like this. Uh, there was like in the movies with Hollywood, something happened with CNN, Fox News that made French TV try to uh, do the same thing. Yeah. Money. Yeah, so right. I think money. money. Yeah. Money. Exactly. Money. Yeah. And also when you shock people, people would watch you and then will, uh, you know, share these videos on, yes. online and blah, blah, blah. So, so some people understood this and that's why now it's like talking about Islam and uh, Muslims. And there, there is one guy, he was condemned 
three times for um, hatred and uh, incitation to hatred, three times, and he's still on TV all day long. Like, imagine, you know, Kumo. <laughs> we can Cuomo. imagine, <laughs> we can imagine him. You know him? No, you his, get him? his brother. His bro- oh, Chris Cuomo? Chris, yeah. Yeah. Like, and having, like, been condemned on justice three times and still having his show, like, being, like, racist uh, and, and still having the show like every Rush day. Limbaugh. We have a guy like Rush Limbaugh who's probably oh, similar. They get, they get ratings is the point. So they get, people, yeah, people watch it. So I also want to add one thing that I uh, – so when we're asking what is the crackdown, what is the what, – what are actually happening in the – what is actually happening in the crackdown? Do, you might know this. I don't know if you do, but Baraka City yeah. is a humanitarian – a, a pro-Muslim um, anti – uh, they're kind of watchdog group for anti-Muslim hate, a humanitarian NGO, and they have been shut down by the government because they're are they because saying it's a cover or something. The or? government's saying it's a they're a cover for radical Islam. Um, another one is I can't pronounce this. Le collectif contre islamophobe in France. Is <laughs> le islamophobe? I know what that means. It's like French. the uh, they're against Islamophobia. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like against, but this is the thing. It's the like government the title, threatened to shut down them, but it's not done it yet. But basically, yeah. they're they're going out. They're trying to find groups that might be harboring or protecting Islam, um, Islamist extremists, and then they're shutting down those groups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I, I I discovered this also. It's like I I have heard about this um, uh, groups before, but I've never. I was not like I don't know what they do exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just they said, oh, so now they have um, information that this they have they were hiding something or they had connections with like some extremists or I don't know. And uh, and and for me, this is this is something that you should do. I mean, not now. I mean, if if you had information, you should just uh, you know. Um, I yeah. I guess the issue. Before. I guess the issue, and you talked about it earlier, is that this these people who these couple of people who have beheaded these people and yeah. killed people should be take should be punished for what they've done and then as you said the, the idea of you practice your religion i practice my religion you don't practice your religion whatever it is everyone goes about their lives they they maybe they should be treated as individuals and not an indictment on the 70 whatever it is 70 percent that we read of uh muslims in france who are in favor of is that is that maybe the solution yeah i mean the, the solution is just to be um like yeah if you have a problem you solve the problem you don't you don't make general rules or laws uh trying to uh like uh make a law every time something crazy happens it's not like this because uh, you you there are um uh, things that are clear, you know, someone killing someone, uh, someone, uh, a, you know, making like terrorist organization. Uh, these things, the law is here to protect people from this type of, uh, uh, this yes. kind of people. So you just apply the rule that exists, you know, and yeah. this is even when they made this new, like this, they started to make a new law about laicite and like trying to ban the hijab and keep on blah, blah, blah. The, the, the previous law was clear. I mean, it's, it's, even the burqa, when when they had the, this issue with the burqa, the law was already there. It was already clear. 
and you just have to apply this law to just the, to apply the people. law. Yeah, it seems like an unnecessarily hostile thing to even if it's a law to enforce, like not wearing a burqa, not wearing, you know, we're, if people that to us as Americans at least. Uh, but um, I, I, do you think the French people? I guess let me ask you this. When I was uh, in the past decade or so, I'm Jewish and I feel like I've constantly reading stories about Jews leaving France. And because we're kind of getting in on both sides, there's like a hard right element. And then there was the radical Islam uh, was becoming more of a problem towards uh, the Jews of France. Is that was that kind of overblown, do you think? Or do you think like it's like some like as we say, like it's like some people, some majority people are living peacefully or do you think or is this still an issue that's. I mean, I want to visit France and wear my kippa. I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, you, you you have you you can you can definitely visit France and and wear uh, uh, your kippa. There is no. The thing is like it's like you know I, before going to Mexico, I, I I worked in Mexico. Before going to Mexico, I was watching the news, and also I was like, oh, you can't go outside. Uh, there are gangs everywhere. Yeah. And then I lived in the city. I was driving by myself. I was like going everywhere. Of course, there are areas where you can't go. I mean. I mean, and this is everywhere, even in New York, even in, sure. so you have to be, you know, careful. But it's, the thing is, I think what, for me, the problem in France is like sometimes because there is an interest and political interest in some uh, like elections or, or whatever, they would try to uh, make something that is um, uh, happening in one particular case and they make it like as it was general and like everywhere, that People happens like everywhere. This. Yeah, because I've read so many articles. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. I've read so many articles without like about anti-Semitic acts in France, and I don't know if it's really on the rise. You know what I mean, or if it's just a thing. You it becomes like for clicking. You know, we want to read articles and. Yeah, so of course, and what, I think also what's happening, and you, this is what you can see also in the U.S. and everywhere. What's happening now with social media is like violence is 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 kind of promoted right. everywhere. And and so when you start talking about like this violent events, it just makes people, you know, read more about it, think more about it, and make crazy people go and do crazy and stuff. Do it, yeah, to, yeah. While before we just never heard about this story because it was just something happening in one village, and then nobody heard, like except the people who live there. But yeah. now, if something happens in Bangladesh, uh, you know, crazy, you go, oh, see, this is crazy, and everyone is watching this. And it becomes like as if it was near uh, you, you know. It's, this is this is why everywhere it's getting, you know, um, people. I mean, this is even not. Uh, I, I don't know if you noticed this about comedy. Sometimes you post a video about comedy. It's comedy, and you have these crazy comments. Like now yes. they're way more violent than before. Yes, yes. Everyone's charged up, amped up about everything. Especially the, the people from Azerbaijan. They're yeah, really- <laughs> they don't like us very much from a podcast a few weeks ago. But I think that's it. We're about out of time. Uh, I think that's the reason why we do this show, Kaplan. Yeah, to learn. So you get the real stories from comedians who are not basically regular people. No agenda. Not, it's just No uh, agenda. Yeah, no, not anyone's exactly. making a career as a political you, commentator. And you're now on the run, right? You're uh, escaping from coronavirus. So we should. Geneva, uh, yeah. Geneva, we high- we- we were lucky enough to perform in France because I know in New York you're not uh, you just do rooftops, but Outside, we were yeah. yeah we were still allowed to perform until two days ago when the, like the, there was a confinement, so I escaped to to move to Switzerland <laughs> <I> saw, because <laughs> yeah we can perform here. 
Oh, you can't perform in Switzerland. Switzerland's yeah. the number. But I lower, think I tomorrow they will they will <laughs> announce a new confinement. You just gotta keep moving to where you can perform. Go to Sweden. We, that they don't have rules there, but just yeah. Keep going. I, I felt better about Americans because uh, the French. I saw all like everybody was out at all the restaurants the night of the lockdown. Like yeah. one last meal. They were doing the same thing we did in New York, like in March. When, they when you say we, bars. you mean you, Kaplan. Yeah, I me. didn't. Do you that. made fun of me, but now I, I feel did make better. fun of you, and I stand whole, by it. You know yeah, the, the, the last are, day. When he announced, the, he said, because he said the confinement will start like the day after tomorrow. OK, so the last day outside, it was like, I swear, it was like uh, I there was just Tom Cruise missing running with his daughter. <laughs> it was just like the end of the world. Like everyone was trying packing, going uh, you know, out of the country or eating or like singing. It was crazy singing. They all do that. <laughs> they got to say this. The, the lockdown started two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, the way you, you announced it. it you missed yeah, it you yep. can't say it's starting yeah. in two days it's like chaos all right that's it that's the episode where thanks better for about doing America. it man thanks man always thanks. a pleasure Great seeing you you were the best kaplan that's it uh one more time check out where where nietzsche w-a-r-y-n-i-c-h-e-n.com we will have the link in the description of this episode to check out his videos and kaplan that's it what should we do time we get lost get lost This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.